Welcome back to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. My name is Isla, your founder, CEO, and host of our podcast. This episode is going to be another replay episode and likely going to be a lot more replay episodes for the last couple of months of the year as I am just really trying to reduce any workload that I can so we can focus on moving in two months. However, I did think about making a new episode today, but I know this episode will be the last episode that comes out for October. And I wanted to go ahead and address Thanksgiving. As I have sessions with clients, I always ask them what's something that you are worried about in the upcoming weeks. Even even though Thanksgiving from this moment is like a whole month away, people are starting to say they're nervous about Thanksgiving, which I understand because I feel like this is like the start into all of these like basically like celebrations from Thanksgiving or even like pre-Thanksgiving all the way to January 1st, and then it's detox season or whatever. So if you can feel a little bit better about this time of the year, then I think that the rest of the year is pretty easy. However, I do want you to remember there's pretty much one holiday in every season. Thanksgiving doesn't have to be that different from going to have brunch with your girlfriends or going to a nice like 10 course dinner with your husband or something like that. So just treat it the same, try to exercise and do all the things. But I go over that in this episode and I couldn't even think of anything else to add. This is one of our super old episodes, this is episode four, one of the first episodes we ever made. But I was trying to think of what I could even add to this intro to like add a new tip that I would have learned from two years. And I was looking through the episode and I literally wouldn't change a single thing. So it's still so good. Make sure to listen to it. It's a shorter episode. It's one of the first solo episodes, but just a lot of really good, helpful information that can hopefully quell your nerves around this time of the year. Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. I'm Isla Garcia, master's degree of nutrition science and registered dietitian, and I'm going to make weight loss realistic, sustainable, and uncomplicated for your busy lifestyle. On this podcast, me and my team of registered dietitians will decipher the latest nutrition research, dissect bad diets, and discuss social media trends for you so you can feel confident knowing what to eat to achieve your health goals. Research suggests that most weight loss programs aren't successful, but my experience has taught me that this is not because the participants aren't committed. It's because those diets are designed by non-nutrition professionals and center around severe restrictions. We are here to provide the facts about the science of weight loss so you can have the success you want and continue living your best life. All right, so we are from right now about a week out from Thanksgiving. Right now I'm recording on a Friday. On Thursday is Thanksgiving, so we're honestly a little bit under. And every session that I have with a client, I ask them this question, what is your struggle of the week or what are you most nervous about so we can kind of talk about it and put a game plan in place. And for the past like month, everybody's been saying, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up, Thanksgiving's coming up, the holidays are coming up, I'm just so nervous. And then we kind of debrief and talk about, you know, what they're gonna do about it. And so in this episode, I'm gonna give you some very specific tips. We're not talking about a process, we're not talking about vague solutions. I'm gonna just give you my top five tips for what I would recommend for a client to go into Thanksgiving. Now, when I was making this list, I was thinking of like so many different things that I could put in here that I really wanted to put in, but it ended, what it ended up being like a 20 li- like item list. And I don't want to do that to you. So if you were a client, this would be much more personalized and I can include so many things that you were worried about. But I think this is a good solid list. There's some good recommendations in here that so many of my clients um, use for holidays. So 
let's just get into it. The first thing that I want to say, though, before we talk about these tips is to understand where I'm coming from. And so you don't think I'm literally just saying like, oh, don't worry about it. You have to understand how mathematically calories works. And this is golden. This one phrase right here that I'm getting ready to say changes so many people's perspectives, so many clients' perspectives. They're like, when you said that, like now I already think so different about calories. The way that weight loss works is your body responds on a weekly calorie average. And it's kind of hard to explain this without doing what I do with clients. Um, but when I give calories or when you give yourself calories or however that works, if you're calorie tracking, you're like it's you can't really lose one pound in one day because you're gonna have to eat negative calories. Like it takes a lot of calories to burn one pound of fat. And so you really like just cannot do it unless somehow you are burning like a thousand calories more than you take in, like you just, you can't do it. You literally have to eat nothing and then burn a thousand calories is pretty much when it comes down to it, which like, just don't even do that. Um, and so the way that we lose weight is by being consistent throughout the week and really breaking up that, that amount that what you need to burn a pound of fat into an everyday calorie deficit. And so that's how we mathematically get to the calorie deficit. So when I'm saying all these tips and I'm like just constantly saying, you know, one day doesn't matter, one day doesn't matter, that's why one day doesn't matter. I'm not just saying that to like make you feel better. It mathematically does not matter because it's that weekly calorie average. Now, yes, if you eat 2000 calories above where you should be eating, it may matter. If anything, it's just going to cause you to maintain your weight for the week. You would have to eat like so much every day to gain a pound of fat that quickly. If you gain any weight from Thanksgiving, it's likely going to be water weight. And so the most damage you're doing from freaking out about overeating on Thanksgiving is just having that further negative relationship with food that will have much more long-term implications. So when I'm saying one day doesn't matter, one day doesn't matter, that's why it really doesn't matter. I just needed to explain that so you can trust me a little bit more going into these five tips. But we can get into the five tips now. Number one, make sure you eat during the day of. Please do not be skipping meals that day because your body is so smart. When we learn about bodies and anatomy and food nutrition and physiology all in school, we learn all about hormones and the endocrine system and how your body really tries to protect you. And it's amazing how it works. And if you skip meals during the day, what happens is your body creates extra hunger hormones and so it actually makes food look better and seem tastier it's like crazy because it thinks that you're starving and so what it does is it makes you want to crave these higher calorie higher fat higher carbohydrate foods because it knows hey if i'm starving if this person is like starving in a desert i want them to pick the animal fat because that's going to have a lot more calories than the leaves on the tree now, it doesn't know that you have tons of food and you're kind of doing this to yourself on purpose. You're working against your body and honestly sabotaging the process that it's doing to help take care of you. So in order to kind of quell down those hunger hormones, the best thing you can do is just eat normally throughout the day. Really just treat it like any other day and don't save up calories. It's okay to expect that you're probably going to go a little bit over calories that day if you want to eat a couple of desserts. Like I said, the calorie average should all kind of pan out as long as you're consistent throughout the week. But... If you choose to under eat that day, let's say you have your Thanksgiving at dinner, you skip breakfast, maybe eat like an apple for lunch, you're gonna go into that meal and likely eat so much more than you would if you were just to eat normally throughout the day. Now you can kind of tailor your meals like for that breakfast and lunch and maybe go a little bit less on the carbs 
or be a little bit more just like lean throughout the day and eat mostly like protein and vegetables, I don't think there's any problem with that. But you're going to have most success if you try to eat pretty balanced meals throughout the day and then just go into your Thanksgiving meal and it be just another normal meal. You're not going to be working against your body to think that all these foods look so much better than they would if you were to just eat normally throughout the day. So please eat a balanced breakfast, eat some protein, eat some eggs, eat some fruit for a lunch, you know, eat a nice salad. Don't go into Thanksgiving being super, super hungry or you're gonna end up eating a lot more. I actually am making an in-depth TikTok about this um, to kind of show you the, um, like how that calorie average really works for the week. So if you um, wanna understand a little bit more about that, make sure to go follow me over on TikTok. I may end up posting it over on Reels, but I don't know, because sometimes they don't let you like cross post. So if you're more interested in that phenomenon, please go check that out. But just promise me you're gonna eat throughout the day. Second tip, go into your Thanksgiving meal with a plan. Now this doesn't need to be anything that's like, super strict or or anything like that, but I find that clients that struggle with making in the moment decisions, like say you're around family and friends and you just like aren't used to having to think about food when you're with them and you end up just like eating so much food, maybe drinking a lot of alcohol because you just like didn't think about it. And I didn't even really realize the power of like just going into a meal with a plan, but I see it time and time again with clients that as long as they go into the meal being like, Okay, I'm gonna like, at least I know they'll probably have a salad. I'm gonna at least order a salad with like a light protein chicken or shrimp or something, and then just have like one to two drinks. They go in and they execute and it's so much easier for them. And so I would recommend that for you for Thanksgiving to go into it with a plan. And it doesn't mean that you need to know every aspect of what's being served, but I mean, you know there's gonna be turkey served, right? So go into it knowing that you should probably only be having like four ounces of turkey and know what that looks like. Um, go into it thinking about like, where's your vegetables? Like, where are they going to be on your plate? And then what do you want to do for dessert? What do you want to do if you drink alcohol? Like, how are you going to navigate that? Um, because if you go into it with a plan and you get there and you get kind of flustered by seeing everybody, once you're making your meal, you kind of know what you're doing. But if you don't go into it with a plan, you're likely just going to respond to whatever your grandma feeds you. Like, oh yeah, there's mac and cheese and a roll and sweet potatoes. Let me have all of those things. And then you're not going to think about it. And then you're going to end up feeling like kind of crummy after. So trust me, just make a very light plan of what you're going to do for eating when you get in there. And that should really help you to keep the calories down and honestly just help you to feel better coming out of it. I mean, some of my clients just say my motivation now is to feel better after I'm eating not even to worry about the calories. And so if you just wanna feel better coming out of Thanksgiving, trust me, go into it with a plan. Do you feel like you're tired of trying every new diet out there whenever you're ready to lose weight, but you never really find long-term success because it's either too restrictive or just not conducive to your lifestyle? Well, then let me tell you about our three-month lifestyle reset program. This is an individualized weight loss approach where you'll be going through our proven six-step method and you'll be led by a registered dietitian. By becoming a client of the program, you'll be able to learn how to control your weight, increase your energy and confidence, and also improve your overall well-being. Not to be dramatic, but a lot of clients tell us that they actually change their lives by going through the program and finally find a sustainable weight loss solution when they actually haven't found that with any other program. If you are interested in becoming a client, sign up for a discovery call on our website, themillennialnutritionist.com with me, Isla Garcia, and I'll help match you with one of our registered dietitian coaches 
based off of your challenges and their nutrition expertise. If you're ready to find a sustainable weight loss solution in a non-judgmental and encouraging environment, I hope you'll connect with us soon. Number three, bring your own food. So this tip can be really helpful if you are a client of mine and you are really focusing on fruits and vegetables this week or you really just want to make sure that there's something that's going to be there for you that's lower in calorie or even like if your family does desserts and you want to make sure that you have a lower calorie dessert that you really, really like. Try to bring something if you can, and it can be fun as well. You know, Thanksgiving, especially when we're, you know, our age millennials, we're really in it like now making our traditions. And if you're the person who's always gonna bring a Brussels sprout salad, that might be really fun to start making that a tradition. And, you know, think about like how you're passing that down to your kids. I always bring this like one Brussels sprout salad and then like one pie. And then from here on out, like ever since I've been in college, my family always asks for those items. And I'm kind of glad because I am always able to have those Brussels sprout salad on hand that I can stock up half of my plate with. And the Millennial Nutritionist three-month lifestyle reset, we talk a lot about how your plate should look for eating to make sure it's calorie controlled. And a portion of that should be fruits and vegetables. Um, When we think about Thanksgiving fruits and vegetables, it can be hard sometimes to find those things. The green bean casserole can count. Yes, it's a little bit higher in calories, but it should be okay as far as like at least it's not um, like there at least there are some green beans in there. But finding another vegetable could be difficult. I've heard some clients say they're going to do like balsamic carrots or something like that. But bringing something like a side salad or Brussels sprouts or even like a fun dip or crudite or like an appetizer for dipping or something like that, that can just ensure that you have something that you can fill up on that you know is there. Turkey is a great low calorie protein, so you don't have to worry about that. You maybe just need to worry about the dessert and one other item, but as long as you have those bases covered, you'll be a lot better prepared for a lower calorie meal. So client story time. I once had a client who was, um, always went to these like pizza parties in her neighborhood and she found that the best way for her to kind of cope with that without having to just not go is just be the person that brings the veggie tray with the ranch. You know, they sell those everywhere, like Walmart, um, like cheaper grocery stores, Costco, all those places have, have those huge um, veggie dip trays. And so she would bring that and have her slice of pizza, but it really helped her to feel like she could fill up on the low calorie vegetables and still have the pizza on the side, Um, but then also know that she's going to have something that she can have and then feel like she's also contributing. She said that everybody else in the group really enjoyed having a lower calorie option, but they just like were never once to really take initiative on it. And so you never know if other people are going to be really thankful that you brought that low calorie dish, um, because they just like didn't think of it, or maybe they're not as motivated at the time or something like that. Um, but it can really start to become your tradition to bring it. And it doesn't have to be anything like, you know, super outrageous. Brussels sprouts, like I said, they're a natural part of fall. Um, you could even bring like a fun cranberry salad or something like that um, to your Thanksgiving or stop at Whole Foods. They have like so many awesome little salads and you wouldn't even have to cook it. I personally love bringing broccoli salad to like Mother's Day and stuff like that. Um, they also have a great Brussels sprout salad. 
But trying to find something you can bring can just be really helpful. If you're struggling thinking of recipes, we have a lot of vegetable recipes right now on our membership page. We upload three recipes a week, and then this month has all been all about Thanksgiving. So if you feel like you need a low-calorie recipe idea to bring, I'd encourage you to try um, the membership out. At least just could get the two weeks free to grab some recipes off of there. Fourth tip don't do the leftovers. So like I said, one day really isn't going to matter too, too, too much when it comes to the calorie deficit and your weekly average and just how your body responds to calories in excess or not. But what does matter is if you do that consistently, because if you know, you know anything about averages or math, you know that like one outlier can't really pull the numbers all the way up. But if you're consistently like, I mean, three, four days having these really high calorie days, then your average might be higher, so that might be an issue when it comes to weight loss. Um, so what you can do about leftovers is really be strategic about what you wanna do with the leftovers. I've had some clients say that they just really have fun on that day, you know, don't care too much about it, but then the next day, don't bring any leftovers, either give it away to someone like a homeless person or give it to another family member or just try to bring home the things that you know are low calorie, like turkey or, yeah, like I said, like green beans or something like that. Um, and use those as your leftovers, but try not to bring home the higher calorie foods like the mac and cheese and the mashed potatoes and desserts and stuff like that. Just go back to normal the next day. You'll end up feeling a lot better and you can just get back to track on everything. You can get back on your tracking if you're doing that. You can get back to exercising and you've enjoyed the day and you don't feel bad about spilling over. Because like I said from the beginning, that's when I see when clients really kind of get a little bit messed up is when they let from Thanksgiving all the way to January 1st be like indulgent, 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 indulgent. Um, and then they are like feeling really gross and stuck when it comes to January. We're not gonna do that. Another thing that can help with making sure you don't take leftovers home is knowing that the more you eat, the more your body is going to crave. So I actually had a client meeting last night um, and she was a previous client of mine and recently went to Spain, went there for a couple weeks and her palate has kind of changed now. She um, a little, maybe overate a little bit um, during her time and now has come back and it's hard for her to get back in the habit of eating like fruits and vegetables again. And so what we kind of talked about is, you know, thinking that your microbiome changes within your gut and it wants to eat more of the things that you feed it. The more you go on and on and on with eating these like higher calorie foods the day after Thanksgiving, the harder it gets to go back to eating those lower calorie foods like fruits and vegetables, whole grains and lean protein because your body, again, is is doing more than you know it is, and it's going to end up craving just those foods you eat more of. So the faster you kind of get back to eating normally again, the easier it's going to be, and your body's going to support you on that. So just try not to bring leftovers. If you do bring leftovers, try to pick the lower calorie ones, and it's going to be a lot easier for you to get back on track the next day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fifth tip. No, it's only one day. I'm not trying to be super like woo-woo or gushy, but like I said in the beginning, it's really only one day. Mathematically, it's not going to matter too much in the grand scheme of things. And another little fun fact is that your body actually temporarily increases your metabolism, like supercharges it if you overeat a lot. Like if you eat even like 5,000 calories in one day, your body kind of really quickly increases your metabolism to try to burn those extra calories and then brings it back down the next day if you go back to eating normally. So You might not even be absorbing or like processing all the calories you're eating on that high calorie day from Thanksgiving, even if you end up eating that many calories. Um, But if you, like I said, overeat multiple days in a row, then your metabolism kind of says, okay, I guess like let's just kind of settle in because this is like what the pattern's going to be like now. Um, It wants you to kind of stay at the weight you're at, at least for a little bit, unless it feels a lot of resistance, like I said. Um, and so if you just overeat one day, it kind of helps you out and boosts that metabolism for a little bit. You also burn 10% of the calories you consume from food. So when you're eating more food, you are burning more calories internally as well because it takes calories to burn calories, basically. Like when you absorb and digest food, that's work on your body. And all of that takes energy and it takes the way that your body gets energy is calories. And so it burns calories while it's digesting that food. So when you are eating more, you're doing more digestion. So you're burning more calories. So it's not like you are actually, like if you eat 6,000 calories, you're absorbing all 6,000 calories. You do have a little bit of biology on your side that helps you kind of cancel out some of your calories from digestion. So just another reason why you shouldn't worry too, too much if you've gone over one day. When you stress and stress and stress about this, even though, I mean, it's literally, think about it, it's like one meal out of one day you can kind of fixate on it and it becomes this like such huge deal and then that again makes your relationship with food worse and it also just makes you feel worse about yourself. Instead of just treating it like a normal day, which is what my most successful clients do, just treat it like a normal meal on a normal day, normalize it a little bit, maybe take away some of the stress on the food, don't hype up the food part so much, hype up the being with your family and watching the Macy's Day Parade if you do that, or watching football or whatever other traditions you do with your family, like really focus on that and hype that part up. And the food is just kind of secondary. It's in our culture or just, I think, like pretty much every culture to use food as celebration, but we don't have to make it be only about food. It's also about so much more. It's about being glad that everybody is safe that's around you and being happy to see each other and being happy to spend that precious time with one another. And so really focus on that instead of hyping so much about the food because like I said, one day really isn't gonna matter and the more you fixate on like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you're likely gonna just mess it up because you're so anxious about it. If you are consistent for most of the days, if you're on a plan that helps you to stay consistent with everything, then your one day really shouldn't matter when it comes to Thanksgiving. You know, if you are in a situation where you feel like you cannot stick with it and Thanksgiving is just one of many days that is a mess up for you or you feel like you're not doing well, then maybe you need to reevaluate your plan. But if you're consistently eating enough fruits and vegetables, if you're consistently eating enough protein, then this one day really should be a lot easier for you as opposed to you depriving yourself all of the other days. So my final client story, one time I was working with a client who was trying to do kind of this 
super restriction and then would overeat, kind of the classic story of what I see when it comes to clients and a history of dieting. And she would overeat on sweets all the time. I think she actually came to me from doing keto um, and got really into these like keto cookies and we'd eat them all the time. But anyway, um, every time she would go over to like a friend's house, she would really overeat on cookies because they'd always would make cookies. When she started working with me, really try to normalize everything and have her eat more throughout the day, more protein, work in some cookies if she really wanted to, to see if they fit within her calories, and they did. And then when she went into her, we went through Thanksgiving with her, she had cookies out, her family made cookies, and she was like, I love, I didn't even crave them. Like, I ate one, and my family asked me if I, like, encouraged me to eat another, and I really had no desire to. And I always asked, like, okay, what would, what would you have done before we started working together, before you made all these changes? She's like, I would have went in there, and I probably would have eaten five, to be honest, and then felt bad about it the next day, and then try to restrict. That is an example of what it's like when you are just consistent throughout your week. Like you have a good solid plan. You have good understanding of the calories and the macros and everything that you should be eating during the week. You go into that one day, you don't feel super hyped up about it. And your biology is helping you out because you're not craving those foods that you've been depriving yourself for so long. So again, that's why one day really shouldn't matter if the rest of your week is okay because your body should work with you on that day. So those are my top five tips when it comes to Thanksgiving, you know, or really or any holiday when you think about it. But I want to end with just kind of letting you know that food is more than nourishment. Food is culture. Food is religion. It is nostalgic. It's where we hold a lot of memories. It is history. It is so much. I mean, I have a degree in nutrition science and my master's degree is actually in food studies. And so I learned so much more about food when in that second degree and just understanding the rich and the depth of food history and art and all of the things that come along with it. Um, and then Thanksgiving really is a day to celebrate all of those non-nourishment sides of food. We don't need to really be doing this every day. If you want to lose weight, it won't work. If you're every day, you're kind of celebrating it like that. But these holidays where it's just one meal out of the day, it is fine to, even if you don't even want to follow any of these tips, it is totally fine to just go all out and celebrate food in that way and really cherish your grandma's macaroni that you only get once a year or maybe she passed and somebody else is, is is now doing the tradition of making that and that's the memory that you you hold close to her is is eating that macaroni and, and remembering how it was when she used to make it with you when you were a little kid or biscuits or whatever that is for you that is fine to um to do that every now and then but we don't want to be doing that all the time or you just won't lose weight and we want to think about it you know kind of like money Money is the same way. Um, I don't think it has as beautiful as a history as food, but we think, and most of the time, money keeps us secure, it keeps us safe, right? It puts a roof over our head, it helps us pay for the electrical bills, it helps us, um, if we go to the hospital, it helps pay those bills. But every now and then, you know, we can go on a vacation or we can buy something really fun, but it doesn't mean that we can, we really should be doing that all the time or we'll be in trouble, right? So that's what we wanna think about when it comes down to food as well, is we don't wanna be, celebrating all of those parts every day if you're trying to lose weight. Um, but every now and then, I think it's great and I think it should happen because food is an art form and we want to celebrate that aspect as well to have that healthy relationship. And you should be able to celebrate it in that way um, and continue your relationship with food. The worst thing you can do on this day is just get continually stuck in the all or nothing cycle. Please don't feel bad. Whatever ends up happening on Thanksgiving, it's just one meal. It won't be that bad. The worst thing you can do is feel bad about yourself and then overly restrict the next day because you'll get stuck in this over and under restriction cycle. 
So worst comes to worst, just enjoy the day, feel okay about it, and then just get back to eating normally the next day. But I really hope that you've been helped by these five tips. I hope it helps you to feel a lot more confident going into that day. I'd really encourage you to check out our other platforms like TikTok and Instagram because we have so much more content on there. And like I said, I could have come up with like 20 tips, but I thought these were the best tips to kind of talk about on the podcast. So I hope that helps a lot. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. For daily weight loss tips and nutrition information, you can find us on Instagram at the.millennial.nutritionist and on TikTok at millennial.nutritionist. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend who needs encouragement on their health journey. See you in the next episode.